Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know I have a free on-demand masterclass called Five Steps to Writing a Novel Without Letting Perfectionism or Procrastination Get in the Way. In this free training, I cover things like where perfectionism comes from, how it's directly linked to procrastination, and what you can do right now to start making real progress with your writing. I also talk about the problem with popular plotting methods and how they can do more harm than good, especially if you're brand new to writing. And last but certainly not least, I share some of the most common mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannagilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. So this is the climactic moment of a status story, and the protagonist is usually offered the very thing they want, so a higher position in social or economic standing. But in order to get that, they would have to sell out their values. So either that or they end up declining the offer, thus redefining their definition of success. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk through the six key scenes that every status story needs in order to work and to satisfy readers. I'm also going to show you how these six key scenes show up in the movie Devil Wears Prada. And if you're wondering why a movie and not a book, the simple answer is that movies require less of a time investment than books. And I'm hoping that if you haven't seen The Devil Wears Prada, you will at least watch it after listening to this episode to help cement these key scenes in your mind. So that's what we're going to cover today. I also have a cheat sheet for you that will list out each of these key scenes. And if you want to get that, you can go to savannagilbo.com forward slash status. I will put that link in the show notes as well. But one more time, it's savannagilbo.com forward slash status. Now, before we dive into what those six key scenes are, let's quickly talk about what makes a status story or what makes this genre unique. So status stories center around a protagonist's inner need for respect that manifests as a specific desire to achieve or accomplish something in the external world. In most cases, these characters want to improve their current social or economic position as a way to gain respect from others. So that's kind of the main thread of these status stories. And then beyond that, they can have any tone or style. They can be set in any time or place and have various levels of romance, adventure, mystery, or magic. They can also include different subplots as long as the protagonist's inner need to gain respect and improve their standing in the world remains the focus of the story. Now, the status story is an internal genre, so you will need to choose an external genre to act as the scaffolding to hang your status story on. So in other words, the external genre will provide the plot while the internal genre provides the character arc. For more information on this, you can go back and listen to episode number two that is all about genre, and I will link to that in the show notes for easy access as well. Now, readers of status stories, they want to feel hopeful that the protagonist will succeed. So they want to read about someone who works hard to improve their situation, and they want to feel a sense of triumph when that person succeeds. They want to feel like they're capable of raising their own self-esteem or their own position just like the protagonist. 
And like all genre fiction, you have to deliver the emotional experience readers are looking for in order for your story to work. And to deliver this emotional experience, you need to include certain key scenes and conventions of the genre you're writing in in your novel. So like I mentioned today, we're going to be talking about the key scenes of the status genre. And I already did an episode on the conventions of the status genre, so I will link to that episode in the show notes in case you missed it. But these key scenes are the main events, decisions, and discoveries that move the protagonist along their journey. They're also what will help you evoke emotional reactions in your reader, especially when coupled with your genre's conventions. Now, as I go through these key scenes, I want you to just consider why each of these scenes would need to be present if you're writing a status story, or what purpose they serve in moving your protagonist from A to Z. Because what you'll probably notice is that each of these key scenes has a really specific reason why it needs to be in a status story. And because of that, you can use these key scenes plus the conventions of the status genre to help you craft an outline or write the first draft of a story that works. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and dive into the six key scenes of the status genre and how these key scenes show up in the movie The Devil Wears Prada. Key scene number one is a scene in which the protagonist becomes aware of an opportunity to rise in social or economic position. So this is the key scene that just kicks off the entire story. And in most cases, the protagonist already has an inner desire to rise in position, but now they see a real chance to do so. So in our case study, The Devil Wears Prada, this is where Andrea gets an interview with Elias Clark, and she meets Miranda Presley, who runs Runway Magazine. And Andrea believes this is her in with the publishing world. So if she can survive one year at this magazine, she will be off to a more serious and substantial role in the publishing world. So again, that's key scene number one. The protagonist becomes aware of an opportunity to rise in social or economic position. Key scene number two is that the protagonist commits to pursuing this new opportunity, leaving their comfort zone or current circumstances to go after it. So they're committed to using this opportunity to rise in social or economic standing based on their outdated definition of success. And this scene usually occurs at the end of Act 1. So in her case study, The Devil Wears Prada, this is when Andrea asks Nigel to give her a makeover so that she'll fit in better with the people of Runway. But despite this, she is still holding on to her belief that if she can just stay here for one year, she will end up with a quality reference that will help her land a different job. So that's key scene number two. The protagonist commits to pursuing this new opportunity, and they often have to leave their comfort zone or their current circumstances in order to go after it. Key scene number three is a scene in which the protagonist sees the true nature of the antagonist and or learns what the antagonist wants and why. And this is usually the midpoint of the story. So this is a scene where the protagonist really understands what the antagonist will do in order to gain or maintain their position. And usually this understanding comes from seeing what the antagonist wants and why they want it. The protagonist might also realize at this stage that the antagonist is going after the same external goal or is a better fit for whatever they're pursuing too. So in our case study, The Devil Wears Prada, this is when Andrea messes up with the book delivery, and Miranda takes her revenge by asking Andrea to get unpublished copies of the most recent Harry Potter book for her twin daughters. Andrea realizes that Miranda wants her gone and that she's basically set her up to fail. And Andrea almost gives up on her goal at this point because the situation is so challenging. So that's key scene number three, a scene in which the protagonist sees the true nature of the antagonist and or they learn what the antagonist wants and why. 
Key scene number four is a scene in which the protagonist reaches an all-is-lost moment where the antagonist or rival character takes the lead and or destroys the protagonist's chance at getting what they want. And this usually happens at the end of Act 2. So the protagonist can either keep trying despite feeling like all hope is lost, or they can accept defeat and go back to their old life. Now, in our case study, The Devil Wears Prada, this is where Andrea gets the offer to go to Paris with Miranda. And Andrea accepts even though she knows it will kill Emily. To make things even worse, Miranda makes Andrea tell Emily the bad news and Emily gets hit by a car while talking to Andrea on the phone. Also, Andrea's boyfriend Nate broke up with her as well. So this is really an all-is-lost moment and now that she has accepted Miranda's offer to go to Paris, it really does seem like there's no going back for her. So that is key scene number four, the protagonist reaches an all-is-lost moment where the antagonist or rival character takes the lead and or destroys the protagonist's chance at getting what they want. Key scene number five is a scene in which the protagonist faces the antagonist and either gets what they want or redefines their definition of success to get what they need. So this is the climactic moment of a status story, and the protagonist is usually offered the very thing they want, so a higher position in social or economic standing. But in order to get that, they would have to sell out their values. Or in some cases, they have to use a special talent, gift, or skill that comes from their old life. So either that or they end up declining the offer, thus redefining their definition of success. So in our case study, The Devil Wears Prada, this is where Andrea realizes that she does not want to be like Miranda and that she doesn't want to work in this world anymore. So she realizes that getting her valuable referral letters so that she can eventually get a more serious job in publishing just isn't worth it to her anymore. So this is proof that she has actually changed. And again, this is key scene number five, a scene where the protagonist faces the antagonist and either gets what they want or redefines their definition of success to get what they need. Key scene number six is a scene where the protagonist is rewarded either externally, internally, or both. So in the climactic moment, the protagonist might get what they want, but not what they need, or they might not get what they want, but they do get what they need, or they might get both. And this is going to be the resolution of the entire story. So it's really just how did that climactic moment work out for the protagonist or what is the result of that moment? So in our case study, The Devil Wears Prada, Andrea gets a job at a small paper and she actually gets a killer reference from Miranda to boot. She also gets back together with Nate and it seems like they're going to be very happy. So this story definitely ends on a positive note and that is key scene number six. The protagonist is rewarded externally, internally, or both. So that's it. Those are the key scenes that your saddest story needs and we'll do a really quick recap before I let you go. So key scene number one is a scene where the protagonist becomes aware of an opportunity to rise in social or economic position. Key scene number two is a scene where the protagonist commits to pursuing that new opportunity and they usually have to leave their comfort zone or current circumstances to go after it. Key scene number three is a scene where the protagonist sees the true nature of the antagonist and or they learn what the antagonist wants and why. Key scene number four is a scene where the protagonist reaches an all-is-lost moment where the antagonist or rival takes the lead and or destroys the protagonist's chance at getting what they want. Key scene number five is a scene where the protagonist faces the antagonist and either gets what they want or redefines their definition of success to get what they need. And finally, key scene number six is a scene where the protagonist is rewarded externally, internally, or both. And remember, if you want to download the cheat sheet that lists out all of these key scenes, go to savannagilbo.com forward slash status. 
One more time, savannahgilbo.com forward slash status to get the cheat sheet that lists out all of these key scenes. Now, as a quick reminder, these are the key scenes that readers come to status stories for. So don't skip over them or leave them out of your story. Instead, use this framework to help you flesh out and construct your story and then figure out a way to deliver these key scenes in new and unexpected ways. If you do that, you'll not only write a story that works, but you will probably gain fans for life as well. And that's the dream, right? So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannahgilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.